Be approachable, but decide how accessible you want to be, so that you attract the kind of people into your life that you really want there, while keeping at bay those you're not so crazy about. Hi, hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self Development. This podcast is for everyone interested in psychology. Or who wants to develop the most useful people and life skills for yourself and for the people around you? Approachability is more than just a concept. It's more than what you're wearing. It doesn't have that much to do with what you look like or how rich you are. In a way, even how popular. It's a skill that can be broken down into several components that can be mastered. Like body language and social skills, it can seem effortless in other people that we look up to, while seeming difficult to emulate or to create for yourself. And it is one of the more craved qualities that we all want and could use, because we know how useful that is. The truth is, we can all be much more approachable, much more charismatic. Than we commonly are, because it has more to do with what we do that we shouldn't, that we have picked up along our way, along our life's path, than with the things that we should do that we are not doing. Although it is a mixture of both, the problem is many of us grew up believing that it is not safe to be open, that it's not safe to be approachable. Because there are always times when you don't want to be approached. If you live in a bigger city, you won't greet everyone you meet. You won't even make eye contact. And with some people in particular, you may want to keep your distance and close your body language off, just enough. Most of us have mastered the urban scowl that'll keep the beggar at bay or the drunk. And this is a very useful skill in and of itself. But it is much more useful if we realize exactly what we do to repel people, and what we can do on the other hand if we want to attract them. The more light you can bring into this, the better off you will be, in all the range of human experience that we have. Some people have a charisma that seems almost magical. They interact with people with ease. They're always friendly and smiling, always approachable, and we all gravitate towards these people. Well, almost all of us, because like attracts like. There are some people who will despise you for being approachable, or for being happy, or even friendly. We all have different stories and different paths in life, not nearly all of which we chose consciously. Which is another reason why it's so useful to take stock of what you specifically do to attract people or to repel them, because there are many people, teenagers, twenty-something or older, quite often much older, who will want to attract people while having their body language say something completely different, and these people often can't understand. Why people avoid them? You have people who seem aggressive, or domineering, or snappy, 
negativistic, who grew up in a certain way, in a certain environment, and they don't understand that their behaviors are not aligned with their intentions of meeting people or making friends. And maybe you can think of a friend who really is a good person, who can't seem to easily connect with people, that people tiptoe around or clam up in their presence. And these people don't know why. Because they don't realize that their behavior may be too aggressive or too domineering. And this is where not doing something really is the first step. And bringing more and more insight into what is going on in the interaction. And I'm talking about extreme examples there. You probably know one or two of these yourself. But we all do these things to a degree. We are blind to the things that we do that is not conducive to what we want, what we actually want. Because we have blind spots that protect us, that protect our egos. And then we don't see the things that we would benefit from seeing. And we can talk about a few components of approachable body language, such as smile. How often do you smile when you interact with other people? Are you conscious of it? Are you a smiley person or someone who never smiles at all? Do you smile effortlessly, naturally? Do you take time with your smile? Or do you smile nervously? Do you flash an immediate smile? One is comfortable, the other one seems insecure. In fact, fake. Can you tell which is which? The thing about meeting people is, sometimes we think, and again this goes especially for us introverts, that it is a good thing to lay low. That if you don't speak up too much, if you don't dominate conversations, if you lay low, you may be liked more, because you're not fighting anyone. Well, the thing is, we tend to feel the way other people around us feel. Emotions are contagious. So that if there's someone around you who clearly is insecure, who seems inauthentic or weak, interacting with such a person will make us feel that way more. We have these things called mirror neurons. We can feel like we're doing or experiencing something another person is experiencing just by looking at them. And this is why being more open being more friendly, outgoing, is a win-win situation for everyone. And this is why we can never lose anything in being more that way, building those skills. It's why bringing great body language and great people skills is one of the best gifts that you can give to everyone, that you can share with other people. If you feel nervous, other people around you will feel nervous too, and they will know what the source is. Whereas if you're confident, this will bring people up, not down. For most of us, the idea is keeping our body language more open than we naturally would have it. If we stand tall, if we have strong body language that is at the same time authentic, friendly, positive, 
this attracts people more than people who are very physically attractive but have a bad attitude. And again, you can easily think of examples. So stand tall, make eye contact, smile a little bit more. In fact, make this a challenge. Do this for a day or two. See where it leads you. Don't look down or into your phone. Look people in the eye. See what you like in them. What do you appreciate? One of the easiest ways to disqualify yourself from social situations or from meeting people is to make snap judgments based on the way people look. If you do that, you're making sure A. you're always in the head. B. you find creative ways to disconnect or fail to connect with people because you're reacting to judgments and rationalizations instead of being in the moment with the other person. So look for what you like in people, what you can relate to, and nothing else. It doesn't even matter if you're talking to a man or a woman, young or old, someone from a completely different environment. See what is familiar, what do you like. That in itself can break the barrier that we've been building for years and decades by making judgments that have more to do with us, with our past experiences, than with the person in front of us. So make sure your body language is open, that it is friendly, non-threatening or non-closed. You can do other things if you want to be more approachable, or you use your clothes or props of any kind to attract people a little bit more. Anything unusual that you're wearing that'll attract people's attention. Because the friendly and social types will quite often walk up to you and start a conversation if you're wearing a cool hat or if you're walking a cute dog. There are all kinds of things that may be specific to you that'll bring the kind of attention that you want. There are some other things about clothes that may be useful, as in colors, because we do react to colors. For example, blue is the traditional communication color that will support interaction. It's the color of communication, whereas if you're wearing gray, other people will make, again, snap judgments. You don't want to be the gray mouse in the corner fighting wallpaper for attention. Red may be too aggressive, again chasing people off. It's said that we only have one chance at making the first impression. And it's true, there are different studies as to how fast that impression takes to make. Some say seven seconds, some say less. But we do make those judgments quickly, based on the little information that we have. So make sure that that first impression comes, and especially where it comes, which mostly is your body language and the way you act around people, because the return on investment is, is huge. In those seven or so seconds, when other people are deciding whether you are a friend or a foe, you want to make the impression that'll benefit the both of you, now and in the long run. And it's a good idea 
if you can have a friend, somebody who's really observant, tell you what you do right and what you do wrong. Because you can't change what you're not aware of. But if you break it down a little bit, that is when you can make a great difference. So that you can make sure that you will keep at bay those people you don't necessarily want to attract, while bringing it closer, much closer, those that you want, those that you are attracted to. So keep working on your body language. Break it down. Tweak things. See what changes you can make and what results you can get. Make a conscious choice to be more open to people, more vulnerable in a way. Because as you develop better and better social skills and body language, you'll be able to afford being more vulnerable. It won't be a weakness. This can become a great strength. You can become more real as you perfect the way you interact with people in ways that are powerful but at the same time authentic. Be more curious about people, genuinely interested in what they have to say, what they're going through, what their experiences are. All of these things are the most natural way to build charisma and to bring it along wherever you go. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. Remember that learning is a change of behavior. You can adjust your thoughts and your environment to better suit your goals. And it works best if you do it for other people's benefit. You can support this podcast by writing me a comment or suggestion at pdartofsd at gmail.com or just by telling your friends. Whatever you do today, Leave the world a little better than you found it. Thank you.